This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. We've been talking about church hurt, and we've got another question today that'll kind of wrap us up for this. And uh, I know that you and I have had somewhat of an experience of this. I can't relate. I know, you can't relate. So here's the question that a person has posed for us. By the way, listeners, Michael and I have not asked this question of each other. Someone is asking this of us. How do I handle the person at church I cannot stand? I just hope they're not talking about me. Uh, yeah, exactly. Are they talking <laughs> like, about me? They're, give, they're me asking me to advice else. about how I am the person they can't stand. Yeah. You know, Wow. So I like weird people. Let yeah. Me just, let me put that on the table. You and I both have a lot of weird people in our lives. Right. And it doesn't bother me. Like, I, I think weird people make life interesting. Mm-hmm. And um, people tell me, they don't tell me I'm weird so much as I'm like not normal. Yeah. Which I'm fine, you know, but like weird people, quirky people, just whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I just think they're hilarious. And um, there are some funny stories about that. <laughs> because uh, when my wife met me, there was this girl who I was really good friends with. Uh-huh. And I didn't catch that she liked me a lot. Okay. You know? But she was the, she was awesome. I just uh-huh. think she was great, but she had some quirks to her that were audible. Oh. Like you couldn't be in her presence without thinking that is one of the weirdest uh-huh. persons, you know, but she was amazing. I just had a blast with her. And, and my wife was like, why do you hang out with her all the time? I'm like, she's hilarious. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so quirky people in me, like whatever. First time I met my wife was on a uh, college mission trip. And so we were doing church ministry work and she's on the bus. My wife is on the bus and she has given me this terrible hard time because I actually wanted to sit next to another girl that she was sitting next to. And it was like, hey, Renee, how about you move to this seat over here so I can sit next to the girl that that I want to sit next to. Bold, Tim. That's bold. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Renee's not a weak girl. And she says. She'll tell you exactly what she says. She looked at me without a hesitation. She said, no, I like the seat. So good. And she was literally the person I could not stand. That's so great. And she was like that for eh, 10 minutes. Yep. And she just made me so mad. It's like, why can't you do this simple thing? Just move to the next aisle so I can sit next to this girl. And she was pulling my chain. And yet, as I got to know her better, she those were the very features, her, her ability to stand up and think for herself yeah. was very attractive. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it's the people that that we can't stand in church that we are either the most like them. And so we Bling. see yep. them. Totally. And they are just like us. And we can't stand that feature about ourselves. Therefore, we can't stand it in them. Yep. I have found some of my closest friends, I did not like them at first. I could go back to a handful of them. And I remember the, I vividly remember meeting them for the first time. And there's one dude um, who just grew to be, honestly, one of the dudes I respect the most in life. And when I met him, he had a huge goatee and uh, hair down to whatever. He looked like Shaggy. Okay. And he had this really butt-ugly Detroit Red Wings, like, jersey on. <laughs> and uh, I was like, what is, what, who is this person? And then he laughed, like, really weird, you know? He literally ended up being one of my closest friends. Mm. And the first two times I was around him, I was just judgy. I don't know why. Yeah, I was, I was yeah. also 19 years old, so I'm a little grace. Yeah. And then the third time, I was, we got actually placed on the same leadership team for this ministry we were part of. And I was like, oh, man. And he was literally one of the greatest human beings uh. I've ever met. 
And uh, I, I have just found like some of the people that have been the most irritating at the beginning have been some of the greatest, greatest like assets. Oh, yes. Here's an example. Yeah. Sometimes people who are are critical, right? They offer their criticisms very quickly. Mm-hmm. But so initially you meet critical people and you're like, oh, I can't stand them. Right. So critical, right? But then what I have found is that Typically critical people. I mean, sometimes they're just negative Nancy's. They're yeah. just like, boo, yeah, everything's are. bad. But then there's some people who are like, they're very helpful. They want to help. And they'll actually implement the changes that they're bringing up, you yeah. know, and they actually have solutions. And and so, like, I found myself actually really enjoying people who give real-time feedback. Mm-hmm. And so now I've learned when I meet somebody who's critical, like, bring them close. And yeah. then once you see their heart, you're like, oh, wow, I actually really like you. Yeah, there's probably some real truth in what this person's saying. Yeah, and they don't, they're not actually, their criticisms are legit. Yeah. And they walk through life feeling mm-hmm. safe to give it, and that's fine. And I, so, anyways, that might be a quirk for some people. I've learned to just kind of surround myself with those people and enjoy them and enjoy their feedback and uh, know their heart in that. And but there are there are personalities that yeah. just don't go together. They're I've, like ha- I've had to say to a number of people, you just need to n- not engage them in conversation. Yeah, some people are oil and vinegar, and mm-hmm. that's fine. Here's the question: You may not be able to stand somebody. But but can you love them? Can you give them grace? Right. Yes. And therein is the challenge. Can you give them the benefit of the doubt? Mm-hmm. I think there's this – here's the plight that probably most of us as humans experience, especially in the church. We don't know our blind spots. Yes. Everybody else does. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I could ask 100 people to tell me my blind spots and one might tell mm-hmm. me 50% or mm-hmm. 10%. You know what I mean? Like blind spots are just one of those things – really hard to get the full truth, Mm -hmm. you know? And I know that. So I know I'm walking around and I've got a big zit on my head and I don't know. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so part of being in a church is just knowing um, a lot of times they have zero idea. Yeah. And if, you know what, there are some people who tempt me to sin a lot more than others. And so I kind of just try to avoid, yeah, you try to avoid, avoid those, those, but not in an unloving way. No. I don't leave them out of things. Mm-hmm. They tempt things in me and uh, frustration, irritation yeah. and anger, or sometimes passive aggression or smugness even, mm-hmm. you know, because when you, when you can't stand somebody, inevitably you see yourself as superior to them, yeah. uh, which is its own level of arrogance, which is why I think we just got to be really clear in our own minds. I'm not better than them. Mm-hmm. I see their blind spot. But I don't see my own. And in fact, mine might be worse. Yeah, right. Or mine might not be worse socially, but God God sees it. Might hate mine more. Mine might be more disappointing to God than theirs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's a scary thought. Like, I might have more social couth than somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they might be more pleasing to God. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to stay away. Yeah, sometimes it's just healthy to not engage that person. But... A one T but. Yeah, one T. One T. Mm-hmm. If you're a believer in Jesus, you have self-control. Yes. Because you have the Holy Spirit. Spirit. So if I do as like a big fat jerk, it's my fault. Mm-hmm. Even if they are a jerk. Yeah, right. It's still my fault. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think we've killed this one. Okay. Listeners, thanks for joining us today. Please come back next time when we're going to go back to some of the questions that were from Genesis. And so the question is, how should a Christian view the death penalty? A woman gets on a bus with her baby, and the bus driver says, Ugh, that is the ugliest baby I have ever seen. The woman, she walks to the rear of the bus, and she sits down, she's fuming, and she says to the man next to her, The driver just insulted me. And so this guy looks at her and says, You go up there and you tell him off. Go on, I'll hold your monkey for you. <laughs> oh my goodness, Michael! Oh. <laughs> 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 <laughs>